Hello everyone, The Weekend Teacher here with another episode of this Teaching Tips podcast. Today we'll be talking about age-appropriate content in Bible classes. Please note that some of the conversation in this episode is inappropriate for young children. In the last episode, we talked about sequence as it relates to learning material. Some content should be covered first. If you're going to teach Hebrews, you should visit Leviticus first, and Luke is a great precursor to Acts. In this episode, we expand that conversation of sequence as it relates to ages of students. Some material should come first, and some material should be saved for later. I coach my kindergartner's basketball team. Despite some great coaching, these six-year-olds don't understand everything about basketball. They're at a developmental level where we focus on the big things, like dribbling, passing, and shooting. They can pick up more skills as they get older. We don't expect them all to have perfect shooting form. We don't expect them to set screens or block out or run a full-court press. We certainly don't expect them to dunk the ball. The same thing is true of children and many adults when it comes to Christian education and spiritual formation in Bible classes and small groups. You don't ask a kindergartner to stand up in the assembly on Sunday and speak on substitutionary atonement and its connection to transubstantiation during the Eucharist. Instead, we might show children a piece of unleavened bread and say, Jesus told us to eat this and think about him. Remember Jesus. Or we teach them to say, this is the body of Christ given for you. There is appropriate language, and there is appropriate content for different ages. I remember picking up my three-year-old from Bible class one day as the teacher yelled out, Be sure to tell your parents all about the lesson for today. My daughter proceeded to show me the black and white picture from a storybook that she had colored. The picture was of Abraham lunging over Isaac with a raised knife in hand. As you can imagine, I was taken aback. In my opinion, the traumatic image of a parent intending to kill a child is hardly appropriate for three-year-olds. While I hope Bible class teachers will instruct my children in the stories of the Bible, I expect them to use some discretion as they do so. Some things are just not appropriate for younger children, like Genesis 38 sexual imagery and prostitution between Judah and Tamar. We should teach the entire Bible to students before they leave home, but at the right time. Use wisdom about how detailed to be, especially when teaching other people's children. I haven't heard of a church that studies Song of Solomon with their second graders, and there's a reason for that. Most churches make wise judgments about content and use selective editing when children are involved. Consider the story of Noah's Ark. We usually don't even call it the story of Noah and the Flood, or the story of global destruction, We rarely address the violent annihilation of humanity in this story or describe the details of a human drowning, although these are prominent themes in the plot. This is because we know small children can learn something from this story about God's love and Noah's obedience without the details of the destruction. This story is a great reminder that there is content appropriate for different ages. Paul mentioned this in Titus chapter 2. Teach the older men to be temperate worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, in love, and in endurance. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one may malign the word of God. Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled, 
In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. Here we have Paul outlining four different groups and four different sets of content. Material for older men and older women. Material for younger women and younger men. Apparently, there was appropriate content for each group. And we need to be aware of who is in our class and who is in our small group, who is listening as we speak. My family visited a church one December as a teacher was talking about the story of Jesus' birth. And as the teacher elaborated on each detail of the birth story, he reached the word virgin and started stumbling. It was almost as if he started down that road and realized the assembly was full of small children who were listening attentively to the birth story, but who were probably uninformed about the details of sex. Thankfully, the teacher made a mid-course correction and abbreviated his comments by saying, Mary was not married. You could sense a collective sigh of relief from parents who were almost propelled into the sex education conversation before they were ready. So the next time you plan to teach a Bible story with content that may be questionable for children, either inform parents ahead of time a specific story is coming and will be discussed, or teach the story with wisdom and discernment without the explicit details, and invite parents or other guardians to delve deeper into the story at home as appropriate. I'm Dr. Houston Heflin. Until next time, remember, how we teach impacts what they learn. I do welcome your feedback or ideas. If you have uh, recommendations for future episodes, you can email me at theweekendteacher at gmail.com. Also, you can find The Weekend Teacher on Facebook. And if you found this podcast helpful, remember that you can leave a rating or a review on iTunes.